Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour two on this Monday, as we always do. Best and worst of the weekend. Your chance to weigh in. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Well, there's a lot to talk about. We always talk about bad beats, but what about the person who wins? You know, the unexpected win. It's like we'd rather hear that you lost those bets as opposed to somebody had a couple of gift wrap wins there. I mean, if you're... Got the Raiders, and it's tied, and you're like, uh, I just won that bet. Even the Vikings. The Colts still covered, I believe. Wasn't it uh, four and a half? Something like that? You're watching these games, and then I always think of the point spread at the very end. It's like, uh, how did that affect? Somebody goes in for a last second, you know, there's a pick six, a scoop and score, some of those things, and you're like, "Uh uh-oh. That affected somebody somehow, some way. Yeah, Paul. And in the first half, if you're down, like if you had the Bengals uh, giving the points to the Buccaneers, you're like, okay, we're calling this one. We're down 17. It's we're probably gonna lose this one. And then maybe that's part of a three-team parlay. Like, well, now that's dead. And then it comes back out of nowhere with the Bengals. Yeah, I'm watching the Bengals. I didn't get that money line. It's like Bengals are favored by three and a half against Brady. Brady coming off a horrible loss, going back home, and at some point they got to get it right get ready for the last uh, month of the season. You're in the easiest division, and it's 17-0. I'm like, all right, Brady at home up 17-0. They're going to beat the Bengals. And I think because the Bengals started out slow this year, people jumped off the bandwagon because normally we're, we're anxious to see what a Super Bowl team or the Super Bowl teams do the following year. And we've seen what happened with the Rams. They had injuries, and they're not going to be in the playoffs. The Bengals are 10-4. and four. And that defense made some plays yesterday against Tom Brady. You know, the Vikings pulled off the biggest comeback in NFL history, and there's two ways to look at what they did. How did you get down to the Colts, coached by Jeff Saturday, at home by 33 points? And then they only score three points in the second half, and you come back, and the Vikings have been great in one-score games, 9-0 this season. But they've been blown out by Dallas, blown out by Philadelphia, lost to the surging Lions in Week 13. I have no idea what to expect from this team come playoff time because it feels like they would be a one-and-done. But they have a tendency to keep the games close, and you know you can live and die by that. Look at Kansas City. Kansas City keeps you in the game. And Mahomes was unbelievable yesterday. The highest completion percentage of a quarterback who attempted at least 40 passes in a game. And he needed all of those. Yeah, Paulie. Here's a little Viking stat. They're 11-3. and The record's great. They're cruising in their division. They've outscored their opponents by a total of two points <laughs> on a season. They're 11-3. and yeah. and The Bills are 11-3. and They've outscored their opponents by 135 points. The Detroit Lions are 7-7. Seven and seven. They've outscored their opponents by five points, more than the, the Vikings. The Vikings, it, it's weird. They, 
These comebacks are fantastic. Peacock has the most live sports of any streaming service. Watch live games, events from the Premier League, NASCAR, PGA Tour, every Sunday night football game, and, of course, this program. It's all streaming on Peacock. Poll question for hour two, Ton. Who had the roughest weekend? Colts lead the pack with 35.5%. Patriots, 19%. Bill Belichick, 13%. France, 10%. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna reflect on Belichick, even though Belichick didn't call for it. Somebody might say, "Well, you didn't not call for it. Like, why didn't you tell him to not do it?" And I'm thinking, man, that's being really rough. You know, everybody's looking for that that opportunity where you know you're able to criticize some of the greats. And here's your opportunity. Oh, Bill Belichick, that's the dumbest team I've ever seen, or dumbest thing you could possibly do. Belichick's like, uh, I didn't call for it. They just did it on their own. Yeah, Seton. But even if you watch throughout the whole game with the Patriots, like there was one point where they had to burn two timeouts on one play because they couldn't get everybody to the line on time. Like those are all very weird Bill Belichickian types of things that don't normally happen. Yeah, Paul. I like to swap out Belichick and sub him in with someone who didn't even play football this weekend, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was cleared to play and was, I guess, a healthy scratch because he was cleared to play. Brett Rippon came in and led them to 24 points, which I think is their best output of the season. Mm. You know, it's like having a bad day on your day off. And that, 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 that's a bad look for him that the offense finally gets going a little bit. And then there was a picture of him at a casino. Was that recent? I think so. But I just saw the picture and it was, you know, Russ at a casino and it said on his off day or something, but it looked like he was sitting at a blackjack table. He was going to play 21, but he wasn't familiar with that. Number. Wow. Mm. 21, yeah. I haven't he seen that. Only, he always hits on 15. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Is there a game called nine we can play on? <laughs> no offense. Let's get some phone calls in here. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. We have the game tonight, the Rams against the Packers. Uh, looking ahead already to next Saturday. Seattle at Kansas City, Cincinnati at New England, and Philadelphia will be at Dallas. Those are all Saturday games next week. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dpdanpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. We uh, spent a lot of time in the first hour talking about Argentina beating France in penalty kicks. If you missed the interview with Wright Thompson, Wright Thompson profiled Messi a couple of years ago in one of his books. And he did such a great deep dive on letting you understand how Messi was really a, a star without a country. Because it felt like if he's in Spain, they, you know, he was Argentinian. If he was in Argentina, then he was Spanish. And this one felt like he's able to come home. And, uh, you know, that shadow of Maradona. And he did what you want great players to do. Uh, him and Mbappe. But you didn't have to have rooting interest to love what you saw. Ross Tucker, who was on the call with the Vikings game, he'll join us coming up a little bit. And uh, let's see, Matt in Utah leads us off, hour two. Hi, Matt. Best and worst of the weekend. First time, long time. 510, 230. Right. And I'm just one show killer yells out beefy on stuff like that. I also wanted to give a little shout out to my newborn baby girl, Anastasia. Six pounds, nine ounces, nice. 19 inches. Nice. Congratulations. And and we uh, thank you very much. We uh, love listening to your show in the morning. She just loves your voice and sees her so much, so I appreciate that. Mm. Mm. Uh, okay. Best of the weekend, my Brigham Young Cougars pulling one out at the end with the uh, stop on the goal line, uh, stop in the two-point conversion, even though they were up uh, 14 points going into the fourth quarter, but they pulled one out. Uh, worst of the weekend was that last uh, play or series in the uh, Washington game with Terry McLaurin being like a foot off of the uh, goal line, so they called off that touchdown. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Terry McLaurin said that he lined up and he checked with the the official or the line judge. Am I am I good here? And he said that the official told him yes. And then they score a touchdown. They said that you know uh, illegal formation. Well, my question is. Not where you are at the line of scrimmage are you offsides, onside. But that official is not going to say, hey, you're in the wrong formation or you can't line up like that. He, he, he usually gives you acknowledgement of, yep, you're onside. You're good. Not, 
Uh, you better get over there a little bit because we're going to call illegal formation there. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I saw a little bit afterwards. McLaurin goes up to the line of scrimmage, and he's the on the you know on the line of scrimmage uh, wide receiver. He's not the slot, and he looks up and he goes to the guy, you, and they just say good, and they're supposed to say good back, and the guy goes no, and he scoots up, and then he goes back, he goes good, and McLaurin said he heard him say good back, and the ref actually has his hand on his flag before the snap, and as soon as the ball snapped, he throws it immediately. So. <laughs> McLaurin is saying that the ref said, you're good, but then he threw the flag, which doesn't make sense. I think that's just your own sides. I, I, that, the line judge is not going to say, you guys are in the wrong illegal formation. He's just going to acknowledge where you are on the line of scrimmage. I'm guessing. He's not going to weigh in and go, uh, by the way, if, if you don't move over, this is an illegal formation. Right. Yeah, Tom. And what is the player asking in the first place? The ref shouldn't say yes, no, or, or anything. No, they do. That's a common courtesy. It is standard procedure that the wide receivers give a little look over, and yeah. you get a, a head nod. Yeah. It happens a thousand times a game yeah. that you get the okay from the refs. Yeah, Seton. But aren't there lines on the field for that? I mean, not to be, like, obtuse or whatever, but I don't understand why you need the confirmation anyway. You just look, see what see what yard line the, the ball is on, and then know that if you're good or not. Well, you can't see the line that we see on TV. It's really there's still like there's still hash marks and things like that. I know that that like yellow line or whatever the line of scrimmage and the first down line aren't actually on the field, uh, but there's a hundred other yards worth of lines on the field. Yeah, Paul. You know what really stinks about it is that McLaurin may have been not exactly on the line of scrimmage, but if you look at that, when there's a passing play, the offensive tackles cheat back a half a yard. And if you went down the line of scrimmage, the offensive tackle is nowhere near the center on obvious passing downs, and they never call that because they're used to it. Uh, Kevin in North Carolina. Hi, Kevin. What's on your mind? What's going on, Dan? Hey, Kevin. Quick shout-out to my Minnesota Viking Uncensored listeners, um, and happy holidays to y'all. Thanks for all y'all do to, you know, the end of the year. Thank you. So, I don't know if it was Seton or Pauly, but he wanted to know how it felt to beat a four and eight a four and eight team. Let me just tell you, it felt great. It really did. Greatest comeback in history. Won a division, secured the playoff spot, a home game. So having answered that, my, that's my best. My worst is the last two weeks we've had two touchdowns where it's been blown dead. The one to Jefferson where they said he stepped out, and and, and it's the lack of ownership by the NFL where they say, yeah, uh, but we gave them the ball. There's no ownership by the NFL here. It's like there, it's the buddy system. And when are y'all going to give Kirk O'Clutchin some respect? <laughs> I have him on every year. I Okay, great. Congratulations. That was a great comeback. How did your team get in that position in the first place? But, I, I mean, it was fun. But I, I, I just look at the Vikings and I, I just can't believe in them. They're fun, uh, but but I think we're used to them not producing when they need to in a big moment there. And if you're a Vikings fan, you got to be honest. You get to the playoffs, you're going to be nervous because you're going to think we're going to be one and done. And and maybe you make a run. You do have talent. you got a great wide receiver, great running back. Kirk can't come up with big plays. Do you have enough defense? Uh, I don't know. But it was fun. It was fun to watch. Uh, Joel in Minnesota. Hey, Joel, what's on your mind? Uh, hey, guys. Uh, six foot, a soft 205. Uh, first time, long time, love the show, guys. Um, best and worst of the weekend. Worst is just being a Minnesota sports fan. The ups and downs. Crazy game. Uh, I think it's good we ended up winning somehow. Uh Best of the weekend, Ross Tucker's call. I was listening to on XM. I was a little out of range for our local stuff, and uh, listening to him at the, towards the end of the game, the uh, the fumble that was blown dead should have been a touchdown, blown dead. Uh, Ross Tucker's like, I don't know what's going on. Our pets' heads are falling off. Classic line there. Uh, love Ross Tucker. Love the show, guys. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Matt in Cincinnati. Hi, Matt. What's on your mind today? Hey, boss. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, happy holidays to you and the boys, for sure. Thank you, man. Uh, my best and worst, uh, best of the weekend was the baby goat, Joe Burrow, going to the goat and uh, pulling that up, that win off. That's a big win. Puts us in first place in the division, driver's seat. My worst of the weekend was the Colts 
messing up that 33-point lead at half, that's ridiculous. Matt Ryan has become the Monica Lewinsky of huge leads. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad we didn't wait for the punchline there. Nope. Yeah, pretty good, though. Good job there. Good job. Thank you, Matt. We'll let everybody get wherever they want to get to on that one. <laughs> uh, Barry in Santa Fe. Hi, Barry. Best and worst of the weekend. Uh, fellas, chat row, happy Hanukkah, and may your uh, season be filled with Kraling and Nakis. <laughs> Turns out that I was correct about my best and the worst of the weekend uh, on Friday. <laughs> worst of the weekend. Oh, those Jets, those Jets, those Jets. Yeah. Another winnable game. They blew in the uh, fourth quarter. Uh, best of the weekend. I was in the car on my way to Denver. Didn't get to see it. Uh, I couldn't tell how Zach played. Sounded like he was okay with uh, a couple of bonehead plays, but uh, yeah, some bad clock didn't. management. And I'm not going to put all of this on Zach Wilson. Thank you, Barry. But you know, Robert Sala, they there's two two times at least that you're you got to call a timeout. Just gather here, gather a little bit. And Robert Sala did admit that after the game that there's one point where there's like 49 seconds to go. I think they let like 23 seconds go off the clock at one point, and then you call, a, you know, a timeout. Yeah, I was just surprised with the clock management there. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, that, that did bother a lot of people that, like, you got a quarterback they just brought back, and he's not an expert at the two-minute offense. And, you know, I, I, there was one play where this clock's just running and running. And you're like, yeah. is, is he saving these for something? Yeah, that's crazy. You're, you're going, I... I didn't get this, but the Lions had got a whole lot of confidence, you know. They and they didn't panic. They they hung in there and they kind of waited for the Jets to make mistakes. There, you got Rams and the Packers coming up tonight. We'll talk to Ross Tucker. He'll uh, stop by. He was on the call of the Vikings game. I'm sure he'll have some uh, great information stories to uh, relay after that. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. TireRack.com loves tires, and they've loved tires since 1979. They've been helping people just like you find the right tires, how you drive, where you drive, and what you drive. They have a team of experts. They've got the knowledge and the passion to help everybody, and it's just a phone call or click away. They have the uh, tire decision guide, and you answer a couple of questions. You get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. They got the best brands. The, uh, the Kumo Extra Tire. They uh, have the uh, Krugen, the all-season Krugen lineup. Off-road capable Kumo Road Venture light truck tire. The installation can be on your terms as well. They can come right to your home or office in some places that offer mobile tire installation. How about that? They go right to your house or office, and they, uh, they bring the tires as well. Find out everything you need from TireRack.com slash Dan and see for yourself. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Style runs in the family. Athleticism runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Learn more. MBUSA.com or test drive one at your local dealer. We'll get to Ross Tucker here in a moment. We talked about the Terry McLaurin play where he went to the line of scrimmage, went over to the line judge to say, am I good? And the judge then, I think, acknowledged that he needed to move up a little bit. or uh, And then all of a sudden threw the flag right after that on the illegal formation. Tom in Ohio is a former official who joins us on the program. Tom, what can you help us with? Well, hey, first, thanks for having me on. Um, and enjoy the show. Hey, uh, I just want to make sure I'm not, I wasn't a pro official, wasn't a college official, basically high school. Okay. Uh, live near Mason. So anyway, that same situation happened to me during a game. Uh, and yes, I would do sub varsity games, um, 11th grade, et cetera. Anyway, and, and almost every time the wideout would come out and check with me. Uh, and I'd say, yep, you're on the line or, you know, and maybe he would move back. Okay, or move forward. And it, that almost exact same thing happened to me because, like, okay, he's like, you want to be on the line? And, you know, he's like, nod, yes. Okay, move up a little bit. And as that guy was moving up, I told him to move up. The, the ball was snapped. And I did not flag him for, you know, false start because I told him to move up. Okay. But, again, that was, I think, a, a, a JV game. Yeah, when I watched it, I, I wondered if McLaurin is saying, I'm, am I good here on the line of scrimmage? Am I not off sides? Not how am I with the formation? I don't think the official can acknowledge the formation or shouldn't. If he wants to do a, hey, I'm going to do it for the other team. I'll do it for you. You're good on the line of scrimmage. Then, you know, that's been going on for decades. Yeah, Paul. Just to be clear, that ref was talking about the illegal motion. It wasn't a legal motion. It was, you know, he wasn't like moving up and the ball was snapped. McLaurin looks, the ref says, move up. He looks again after he moves up just a, a touch. And the ref, it appears to give him the okay sign, but McLaurin was called for illegal formation. Was yeah. not up enough. Yes. If it was illegal motion, that's one thing. This was an illegal formation, I think. And that's where I think McLaurin thought, hey, you're going to acknowledge, am I good? And the official shouldn't say that's you know the correct you know for- formation there. Let's bring in Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst host of the Ross Tucker football podcast. He was on the call for the Colts and the Vikings Saturday afternoon. Okay. What are you saying in the broadcast booth while halftime is going on of what you think is going to happen with the Colts and the Vikings? (laughs) Well, first of all, Dan, I am thanking the Vikings for a personal delivery of unbelievable food to the uh, broadcast booth, which was amazing but also a little bit awkward because it's halftime. These people are being so nice to you and they're losing 33, nothing. <laughs> I mean, they're getting embarrassed. So it's like, you want to smile and say, thank you, but you don't know what to do because they're getting hammered. Honestly, at, at halftime, I was primarily talking about Jeff Saturday, 
Uh, the unbelievable coaching job he did <laughs> to get those guys ready to play with nothing to play for. And this could be something that he builds on the last three games and maybe gets the head job. And I said, for the Vikings, they just need to get the first score. You know, they just need to get the first score. It always starts that way. It sounds like a cliche. But once you get the first score and some positive things happen, the wildest part about the game to me, Dan, is that not everything went their way in the second half. I mean, you're talking about a team that had the greatest comeback in NFL history, and not once but twice they had fumbles returned for touchdowns that the refs blew dead. Or Jefferson has to leave because Gilmore hits him in the head, Rager comes in, stops his route, and Cousins throws a pick. I mean, it's. I mean, they probably could have come back from forty-five <laughs> points down if it wasn't for some of the other. We're talking about Ross is uh, joining us from Green Bay, and uh, hopefully your connection will be good. Is it dial-up service there? You're going to be okay. Am I slow? Oh, that's a that's a bummer. It's it's Wi-Fi here in the in the hotel room in lovely Green Bay. I'm on the call tonight. With Kevin Harlan. It was good for my podcast this morning. Hopefully it holds tough for you guys. Uh, just to get you ready for Kevin Harlan tonight, uh, Fritzy, would you give uh, Ross a little Kevin Harlan? Ross, it's good to have you in the booth. It's a big game tonight at Lambeau Field. Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers. 3 nothing lead for the Rams. Will they hold on? There's 13-26 left in the first quarter, and the Rams want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? If the Rams are up three nothing with thirteen twenty six in the first quarter, why do they want to talk about they it? They lined up wrong or yeah, something. Yeah, there's an illegal formation <laughs> there or something. Just let him go. That's he not was what on Sean a roll. By the way, uh, Ross, would you like to vote on most valuable Danette? Oh, geez, um, that's tough. You know, it's funny, Dan. Like one of the first couple times I filled in for you, I went on. Uh, pardon my take with those guys. And they made me rank the Danettes, which it puts you in a really uncomfortable situation. So I love Seton and Marvin, but I don't have a lot of interaction with them. It's either Paulie reaching out about filling in for you if you're sick or something. How about just listening to the show? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I like Seton with the soccer stuff. Um, I'm a big Fritzy guy. I feel like everybody is always knocking Fritzy. <laughs> like, I was listening the other day, Dan, and Fritzy must have like given you the signal he wanted to talk, and you and you said, "Yes, Todd." <laughs> it was it was subtle and it was amazing. It was like it was the last thing on earth you wanted to do was go to Fritzy. So I'm going Fritzy. Okay. I, somebody has to be Team Fritzy. I'm Team Fritzy. All right. Well, Todd might be uh, sweeping all four categories. <laughs> Voting is still open, by the way. All right, I mentioned this first hour, that Sean McVay feels like there could be one foot into coaching, one foot in a broadcast booth at some point here. If he looks at his team, you know, are they going to be competing for playoff spots in a Super Bowl? But then I also thought, if, he, if he's found his quarterback in Baker Mayfield, at Baker's age... You don't, you know, Stafford may have one or two more years. If that, is that enough if Sean McVay can find his quarterback and it happens to be Baker Mayfield uh, right there in front of you? Well, that's what makes tonight's game so interesting, right? I mean, that's what makes the rest of this Rams season interesting. There's still a lot of unknown as it relates to Stafford, his neck injury, next steps for him. If Baker plays really well, I do think that's part of the reasoning for McVay, whether or not he decides to come back. Yeah, we got a uh, bad Wi-Fi connection there. We'll see if we can get him on the phone. A couple more phone calls in here. Best and worst of the weekend. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? What up, though? One time for Chad Rowe. I'm in a weird position, Dan. Usually around this time of year, I, 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 we're looking at the, the, the playoffs. Now, all I need is for KC to beat Seattle, 49ers to beat the Commanders, and the Lions to beat the Panthers, and we might have that wild card sewn up. 
My best is going to be the Detroit Lions winning and doing everything in their power to believe in what this man Dan Campbell is selling. I mean, in the past, we all know the Lions would have lost a game like that. My worst is going to be, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Aquarier or something like that. In the last series that the Jets had going down the field when they attempted to kick a field goal, he gets a sack, gets on his knees, and takes a picture. The game isn't over, and what happens two plays later, Dan? Zach Wilson lost one up, and they get in field, down their field goal range. You've got to end the game, and that's one of the things that kind of, you know, it, it ruffled my feathers because the game isn't over, and you're out there doing something so singular in a team sport when Dan Campbell is preaching to Don't you. Don't go too analytical, Jeff. Just take the win. You, know, you got out alive. Ross Tucker's back with us. We were talking about the Rams and Sean McVay, Baker Mayfield, and you said that's why that makes this game interesting tonight. Yeah, just because I think if you are Sean McVay, who your quarterback's going to be next year and moving forward is obviously extremely important. We don't know what Matthew Stafford's going to do. I saw where McVay said he doesn't need surgery. That surprised me as a guy that's had a bruised spinal cord before in my neck. Um, I I thought he did need surgery, but I think there's still some chance where Matthew Stafford decides not to play anymore. If Baker plays really well down the stretch and McVay kind of likes him and kind of wants to work with him, I think that that makes it more likely McVay continues to coach. If Baker plays really poorly and Stafford decides not to play, I mean, who's the Rams quarterback? And and is McVay sticking around for that? Yeah, you know this could potentially then be the other side of trading as many draft picks as they did for Ramsey and and everything they've done. This is kind of the other side of it where you don't have the depth. You're not able to sustain that years down the line. Cowboys and the Jags and the betters were on the Jags, and that's why I thought something's up here because. I didn't know if this was a trap game for the Cowboys. They've been spending time talking about Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, that game coming up this weekend. But they couldn't stop the run. Where, where's the Dallas defense that we've been waiting for or that's been there and you know kind of disappeared? It's a really good question. Because it's interesting to me how many people are like talking about Dak Prescott after that loss. And it's like, wait, hold on a second. First of all, the overtime pick six, walk-off, and hit Noah Brown in the chest. I mean, that wasn't a bad throw by Dak. They put up 34 points. Even when the Jags came all the way to take the lead, once again, Dak led the Cowboys down the field to get the go-ahead touchdown. It, it hasn't been the offense. I agree with you, Dan. I don't know what's happened to the defense. I know they've lost some guys, but I think people have – I don't want to say they figured them out – but they've lost too many guys in the secondary, like the corner Anthony Brown, opposite Trayvon Diggs. And because they're a little bit undersized up front and they're built for speed and that pass rush, if you don't get them in a lot of obvious passing downs where Parsons and those guys can go nuts, you can move the ball on them. And the Jags kind of move the ball on them at will. You know, early in the season, we were talking about the Cowboys like a top five defense. They've been anything but the last few weeks. Also, the Bengals and the Buccaneers, the Bucs are up 17-0, Brady at home, trying to rebound after one of the worst games of his career, and the Bengals come to town and that second half dominated. What changed? A couple things changed. Number one, uh, the Bengals changed up their defense. Their D coordinator should be a head coach this offseason. Louie Anarumo, so impressed by that guy. I mean, they went from giving up 17 points, unable to stop Mike Evans in the first half, to rolling coverage to Mike Evans, totally shutting him down. And then on some level, too, the the Bucks just imploded. I mean, they try a fake punt, and Giovanni Bernard is the only one that doesn't know what to fake. He's not ready for the ball. Then they fumble back-to-back. Brady fumbles. They fumble in exchange. I mean, it was like bad news bear stuff for the Bucks in the second half. And now the Bengals, I mean, not only are the Bengals in the driver's seat to win the AFC North, they've got a very realistic chance to get the number one seed because they still play the Bills in a couple weeks. 
And I think it's a Monday night game. I mean, that's going to be an unbelievable Week 17 Monday night game with the number one seed in the entire AFC potentially on the line. Yeah, you have Buffalo at 11-3, and three, Kansas City 11-3, and three, Cincinnati at 10-4. and four. Uh, Jalen Hurts coming off the worst game of the season, going into the, the Dallas game. Handicap this matchup we're going to have on Saturday with Dallas and Philadelphia. Well, what's so interesting about it, Dan, is there are people in Philadelphia already pointing out that the game doesn't really mean that much for the Eagles, right? I mean, they have a three-game lead with three games to play. So the only way they don't get the division championship, and really even number one seed, is if they lose these last three games, which is unlikely. So there's a couple different scenarios, right? There's number one, I think the idea of resting anybody here in week 16 is ludicrous. But if there's things you notice on film that you really think you can exploit against the Cowboys, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more interesting. I mean, do you show it? Yeah. Because there's a pretty decent chance they play against each other in the playoffs with the Cowboys being the likely five seed. That, that's a very real scenario. So I, I expect the Cowboys to bounce back. Home game, uh, I, I think they'll play very, very well. Although on the flip side, that was the worst the Eagles have played in a long time. Three turnovers, uh, several mistakes, and they still won. I think the Eagles would like nothing else but to just cement everything and beat the, beat the Cowboys Saturday and get this thing over with. Have fun tonight. Uh, our best to Kevin Harlan. Thank you, Ross. Absolutely. I will give him that. Thank you, guys. That's Ross Tucker, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Westwood One tonight. If you're listening on radio, Rams and the Packers, you can follow him uh, at Ross Tucker NFL and his daily 30-minute Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Uh, TJ in St. Louis, best and worst of the weekend, TJ. Hey, Dan, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, my best my best is the Winter World Cup. Uh, I was apprehensive about it before, but after um, watching 13 hours of football yesterday, of soccer and football, NFL, I'm all in going forward. Winter World Cup, let's go. My worst, Cowboys, uh, in their clock management, Mike McCarthy strikes again. Uh, but... We backdoored in the playoffs. That's all that matters. Get in the tournament. <laughs> Thank you, TJ. Yes, Seton. Yeah, that's a crazy part of this World Cup is that it because it's in the winter, uh, it falls in the middle of most of the domestic league seasons. So uh, normally when there would be the World Cup, it would be in the summer and the teams would be off and then they would go and have another break for a couple of weeks. Instead, most of the guys that just played have to go right back to playing in their domestic league. So like, Messi and Mbappe are on the same team in France. In a couple of weeks, they're going to be right back together playing again. That must be really tough. And then it's three and a half years to the next World Cup. Yeah. Because it'll be summer, and, you know, it's not four years. It'll be three and a half in the United States. Can you imagine just losing the World Cup? Like, you're Mbappe, and then, all right, next week I'll see you in France. Messi, congrats, (laughs) I guess. I never saw them exchange hugs after the game. Argentina was celebrating for such a long period of time together as a team, and I didn't see uh, Messi and Mbappe uh, cross paths. Yeah, Paul. I was reading Sports Business Journal. The world feed of the World Cup, like the feed that from the field, yeah. was having some issues. If you notice, right at the last goal of the PKs, when Argentina won it, they stayed on the player who hit the final goal, and they didn't show Messi and his teammates celebrating. The feed was having a problem. It was not Fox's issue, but they were having a lot of problems right at the end of the match with the number of feeds coming in from the cameras and it limited them a little bit at the very end of the match. Yes, Todd. What is the sportsmanship window after a championship? If you're sticking around trying to congratulate the winning team and there's an extended celebration and after a while, you're like, let's just get out of here. I don't want to just keep, keep watching this. We just want to go shake their hands and say good. Yeah, game. Paul. The post game lasted forever. It was on FS1. Mbappe had to sit there. France had to get their second place medals. Then Mbappe has to go up and get the golden boot. And he's up there and they're doing pictures. He's standing next to the three players from Argentina for three or four minutes, a couple, two minutes, getting pictures for the world crowd. And then he left and they took pictures themselves. Yes, he after, right, like Paul just said, the second place team has to go up and get their medals too. Yeah. And then they pose for a picture. Everybody, the whole 
France team, the whole French team is there. You've never seen a more miserable looking group of people. <laughs> they're not even facing the right way. Some of them are like facing this way. They're looking around. They're like just they're not even wearing their medals. It's just the most miserable looking picture. Well, imagine if we did this at the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan and the Falcons after they lose the Super Bowl to the Patriots. Hey, come Congratulations on Congratulations on a yeah, great season. Yeah, hey, cheese. We got a picture. Hey, there you go. Happy faces. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. More phone calls coming up after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Paulie, do you have the updated draft order for the NFL? I do. The Houston Texans are still 112 and 1. They've got the number one overall pick. Houston mm-hmm. also has Cleveland's pick at 13. Okay. Chicago Bears are alone with the second pick of the draft. They're 3 and 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver helped them out yesterday by winning, and that pick goes to Seattle. So Houston, first pick. Chicago, second pick. The Seattle Seahawks from the Denver Russell Wilson trade are third. Shockingly, the Arizona Cardinals had the fourth pick of the draft. Mm. Who thought that at the start of the season? Mm. The Detroit Lions have the fifth pick of the draft. It's from the Rams. It's not their own. So that will get... Detroit needs um, Detroit needs the Rams to lose tonight to keep in that five spot, or else they'll go down a couple spots. The odds, according to DraftKings, to go number one overall. Bryce Young, then it's C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, and Will Levis. I'm guessing the Bears, if uh, they stay where they are, 
Jalen Carter would probably be somebody they would zero in on. But uh, Will Anderson from Alabama, you got uh, three quarterbacks there in the top five odds-wise, according to DraftKings. Yes, Paul? I love the Seahawks at three and Detroit at five, where neither expected to be because they're better than that, but both kind of need quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Not Need is not mm-hmm. neither. Kind of could upgrade at quarterback. Todd, best and worst of the weekend. I hate to do worst times three right before Christmas, but I have to do it. Cowboys losing to Jacksonville. Colts blowing a 33-0 halftime lead to Minnesota. And whatever you want to call what Jacoby Myers decided to do, lateraling it to Mac Jones, causing Patriot Chandler Jones, former Patriot, to get in there for a game-winning touchdown. All right. Anything else? That's it. All right. Nothing positive. Nah. The love. I, I really like the World Cup final. Okay. Seton O'Connor, best and worst of the weekend. My best of the weekend is Jalen Hurts, even though he had a rough start, uh, throwing two interceptions. He seemed to turn things around. Um, three mm. rushing touchdowns through for another 300-plus yards. Uh, he seems to be, right now, a lock for MVP. A lock. Like. A lock. Yeah, I'm going to say a lock. A He's, lock. Seems, he seems firmly in control, okay. is what I'll say. Uh, yeah. Uh, my worst of the weekend, though, was Argentinian keeper Emmy Martinez and his uh, gesture after winning the Golden Glove Award for Best Keeper at the World Cup, where he um, made it appear as an appendage, can I say? Oh, Uh, A piece of his uh, body. Anatomy. Um, A piece of his anatomy, yes, thank you. But he did that on such a huge stage in front of the whole world, including like the Emir of Qatar. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) dude, why in the hell would you do that in that moment? Like, what? How is it like you just won the World Cup? You just were named the like, keeper of the tournament. You're like, oh, my God, this girl. Oh, wait, I got an idea what to do with this thing. Yeah. Like, Why in the world would you do that in that moment? I just it boggles the mind. Marvin, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, best of the weekend. My Orlando Magic winning uh, against the Boston Celtics yesterday. There's six straight win. You're Orlando Magic, huh? Yeah. Bowl, bowl, Paolo Ben. Carol. Exactly. Uh, worst of the weekend. Deion Sanders at Jackson, Jackson State losing their uh, bowl game and uh, Deion's last game yeah. as a Jackson State head coach. Yeah, very emotional. Yeah. And taking Travis Hunter with him, apparently, to Colorado. He sure is. Yeah. Hey, they're winning the Pac-12 <laughs> in two years. Uh, not that we said that that was going to happen. Uh, we did say that that was going to happen. Deion will go. He'll recruit a couple of these kids, and then wherever you go, those kids are going. And uh, going to Colorado, it looks like. Paulie, best and worst of the week. One of the greatest sporting events I've ever watched, we've ever watched, one of the great of the weekend, of any weekend of all time. The Frisco Bowl presented by Sir Pro Dan. <laughs> yeah. Boise State held off North Texas. Yeah. It was an unbelievable game. Yeah. I know what you guys were watching. Yeah. Now I'm going to give it to uh, the Argentinian goalkeeper, Emiliano Martinez. Um, Emiliano Martinez. He was fantastic. And I know a lot of the credit goes to Messi on the world stage. But, man, that last stop on France uh, in the regular. And uh, worst of the weekend, mm-hmm. the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I know they've had some quarterback issues. Hopkins is back. They they won four games this season. They yeah. were supposed to be a playoff team. They're supposed to get mm-hmm. better this year. And that team is a no-show. By the way, you may not have noticed. You probably didn't. Somebody had 40 points and 27 rebounds in the same game. Actually had a triple-double. 40 points, 27 rebounds, 10 assists. Anybody uh, curious who put up those numbers last night? The Joker. That's his fifth triple-double of the season. Third player in NBA history to have at least 40 points, 25 rebounds, 10 assists in a game. Wilt Chamberlain did it four times. Elgin Baylor is the other player. Overrated. Whoa! Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Of course, the last time Wilt did it, he had 53 points, 32 rebounds, and 14 assists back in uh, 1968. The NBA is not big on giving out three-peats when it, comes to, when it comes to MVP. And there have been times when I thought LeBron could have done it, uh, the Greek freak could have done it. But it feels like, okay, we need a new story here. The Joker's playing as well, if not better, than when he won the MVP but he's not going to win the MVP again. Just don't see it. Maybe it's Jason Tatum, John Morant, Zion Williamson. Feels like we need the new story. Maybe Luka. Nobody's asked to do more than Luka is, but I wonder how long, you know, that usage rate of Luka, 
he's going to get to the halfway through the second half of the season. He's going to look around and go, I am spent. Final hour coming up. More phone calls. Best and worst of the weekend. Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paulie. Still have time to vote on the uh, most valuable Danette. Go to danpatrick.com. One more item. We close that hour to take me up on the offer. If you're going, what do I get her? What do I get him? How about Masterclass? The gift of Masterclass and a second membership for yourself. Unlimited access. Online classes from the world's best. So anytime, anywhere, and you do it at your own pace. You can get lessons, thousands of lessons from more than 180 world-class instructors. And when I say world-class, James Cameron gave us Titanic, gave us Avatar. How about Richard Branson creating a business? How about getting lessons from Gordon Ramsay on how to uh, cook a gram-worthy meal? They're beautifully done on-demand videos, short enough to fit into your everyday life, and you can watch from your phone or tablet, living room, or just listen on the go in audio mode. This year, give somebody what they've always wanted to do with a Masterclass membership. Get that second one for yourself free. Go to masterclass.com slash Patrick today. That's masterclass.com slash Patrick. Limited time only. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.